moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. Hello everyone, welcome to Moving to Oneness. This is your host, Mylene Elke, and I'm going solo today. Why? One reason is Denise and I decided it would be fun creating a podcast where we could go with the flow whenever I desire to speak alone, together, with others, we could do that, to have no restrictions on ourselves. And as you have heard before, I love inviting people to ask me questions so I can sing a song. And in our Facebook community, you do need to join, Moving to Oneness, it's a Facebook group, I asked that question recently and someone sent me a request and uh, this is a very touching request and I'll start with a little story to set uh, the frame, the stage for what I'm going to do. My journey has many starting points that made me what I am right now. And one of them, and I got into shamanism because of my cat, Pippelina. It was an interesting story how I got to do it. Let me go back a few years. I would say a little bit more than a decade. I'm in Atlanta in my apartment, pregnant in the seven months. And I wanted to do some yoga and get my body ready for birth. I had the vision of a natural birth for my son because I had experienced myself a drama and my mother as well or trauma you say and I didn't want that from the experience for my son and myself so I started out early setting a vision and following my own intuition finding the right people and one of them Abby was her name. She came home to support me at home with certain stances um, that would help my body to loosen up and to broaden during birth. So when I go into the room to get ready for our work together, and suddenly, and I had never heard it before, and I don't know if I heard a tone or it was my mind in my voice that I normally hear. Hearing my cat say, Mylene, when you're off next week to get married, I will die. That was devastating. I, I, I couldn't even swallow. I was in a shock. This cat has been with me 17 years. We've lived in five countries. This was 
a strong bond. There was a strong bond between us two. And she's telling me this. And luckily, Abby was there. I was so confused. And I thought, oh, my God, did you know what happened to me? I've I've never heard that before. And this is the first time. Uh, Am I crazy? And she said, luckily, no. So I was able to let it settle in, go on with the work that we were going to do together. And then later when she was gone, I looked for a book that I had found a few years earlier in an esoteric store. It was about, uh, it had this calico cat in front. Cat journeys or animal journeys by a shamanic healer who was working for animals. And I had read that book. I remember one summer I had been crying then sitting on my balcony. They were so touching, these stories. So I called this woman and luckily she answered and she made an appointment with me. As you know then, I was so fascinated by it. She became my teacher. I set out as a shamanic healer because when I had that session with her, she knew such detail about my cat. And the best part was, you know, I had a second cat, a Paganini. And in that journey, she takes animals somewhere, right? Shamanically, sometimes you go on certain journeys where you take the one to be healed, to have certain experiences. And when she brings her home, she says, oh, now a brown cat came through the cat door. I said, how many people know that I have a cat door and uh, a brown cat? So that started out my shamanic journey because I learned from Pepelina that she would wait for me to get married because I would have not gone. And that she would die because of an enzyme disease and I wouldn't be able to do anything. And I respected that. My son was born and she stayed with us uh, for three months. And as she was dying, my other cat, Paganini, wanted to die as well. Water in the lungs, turning yellow, the liver was not functioning anymore. No one was able to help And I remembered, oh my God, there was this woman, right? Who helped me with Pepelina. And her wonderful name is Carla Mieske. I called her again. I said, I have a second cat. You got to know her for a short moment the last time when you helped me out so well. This one wants to go with my other cat together. And I said, (laughs) Two of those cats with the young baby gone. I don't know. I don't know if I can make it. Maybe it was a little egoistically, but as I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm very connected to the cats. If there has been any change in my life, it is because of cats. So I cherish them very deeply in my heart. And she said, oh, I'm at the airport. I can do a healing for you in the airplane. Next day, my cat started drinking, and the day after that, eating for the first time again after a week and a half. This was fascinating, and three days later, it was like a normal cat, like nothing had happened. That makes you think, right? It made me think how life changes, how these animals decide for themselves when to go and come. And luckily, Pippelina was able to hold in my hands in our home 
when she passed. All of us mourned, even Paganini. And then, so, one day, you know, I was on the list and that was it. That was my, when I saw there is a shamanic healing class, an introduction to try it out, I went for it. <laughs> and in my first session, I already channeled animal tones, beings' tones. I can, I remember it was a slithering language using the words of Harry Potter because I could not have done these tones any other way. So now you know a little bit about my story of cats and how I got into shamanism. Later when I moved to Germany, I had I found another beautiful group to be in. But my heart still stays for animals. And over and over I have been invited or have been there at the right spot to sing for an animal that was on its way out, transfiguring into another form. And I've learned over time that these songs that arise bring calmness. They round things off for the pet owner and the pet that it becomes even more harmonious especially in this you know unsettling time where you don't know what to do or not to do to keep an animal at home you, you're sad and angry you're gonna lose an animal you don't know if an animal is in pain and I've learned that the time together, just being together is so important. And these moments of bringing people together and with their animals, because sometimes the family members would be sitting there too and listening to the tones and sounds that would arise. It took away fear. brought calmness, a lot of love, light. Ah, now the word in English is missing a little bit. But in that moment, like you can say, with ease, goodbye and thanks for this beautiful life, there can be this exhale. of knowing everything is settled. They're not these loose ends anymore. There is a strong connection, a deep connection, a certain knowing, and a reflection, a remembering of what we really know deep inside to be true about death and what it brings. what arises for you and for me. And so this one request is from a friend 
whose partner is passing or ex-partner, person she has spent many, many years together, has a child with. It makes her think about life, I sense, even stronger. And what also to bring out even stronger in her that has been pushed down a little bit. I think this is normal. <laughs> the birds outside. You know, it's getting dark outside. It's rather dark. <laughs> and they're singing, bringing the energy to you. It's a topic that I think doesn't need so many words. I invite you to open your heart to embrace yourself and the person you love so much or the pet that you love so much. Bring up those magical experiences where you had fun for yourself, right? Or share them with the person or the animal. Speak it out or telepathically share it. And even if there are moments that may have not been so beautiful, but these were experiences that made you grow, made the other person grow. Remember those. Why did this person come into your life? Isn't it magical? This animal right in front of you, lying there, sitting there, looking at you or maybe has its eyes closed. Feel it. And it may arise moments of a person that has passed already, an experience you had, you sitting close to someone, holding someone's hand, holding someone's paw, feeling the skin, feeling the fur, this tranquility, where you become more and more you. Even when you're sad, you're very much yourself. You feel so much more. You're more fine-tuned. You hear better. You feel better. You see better. You're more aware of your surrounding. You're sensing under your touch so much more as well. The details of the skin, the pores, maybe the hair, or even the roughness of the fur that was once very soft and shiny may now be a little rugged or dirty if it was an accident. 
dehydrated, but feel all that. Feel that in and cherish it. And in that moment, the other will feel exactly the same. They feel cherished. Because you're seeing them in such detail and in such vastness at the same time. You see their light. You take in the words so differently than ever before. Their breath, his or her breath. Take in the smell. This creates such a beautiful harmony. It creates a moment where the person, the animal, can fall back and understand it's loved, embraced, held. Held but free at the same time. They can breathe themselves much better in this moment too. Maybe go into a breath rhythm. Experience how they breathe. Go into tune with their breath. Experience them in a way anew. And even if it's for a few minutes, maybe a few hours, or maybe a few days or weeks still to go. Take the opportunity to learn more about them. Take the opportunity to share more of you. Say the things that you always wanted to say and had been so hard to say. And again, even here, if it is hard for you to express it aloud, Do it telepathically. Feel the warmth, the energy, the light, the web that is surrounding you and feel how you go into this spiral together. Here's a song.
Nana for me to sing. <laughs> I had to find the right moment for this recording even. I couldn't just do it. Probably all these birds were needed to be here to sing and be with you here and support you so you're not alone. Go outside, breathe in the air. Maybe if you're in a hospital with someone, open the windows, let the air in, the wind. Let the tones in. If you can take a person still outside or an animal, do that. If not, relax into yourself and be you, the beautiful you you are. See the beautiful person right in front of you. See the beautiful animal 
right there. Cherish the time together. Everyone, the best to you. Maybe reflect what is birth and death for you. So this is Mylene. with the Moving to Oneness show here for you and I embrace you and especially I love you bye bye and greetings from Germany